Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are today's Thursday. It's June the 3rd of 2021. It's a big day today. We have a special guest coming in. Very special. Just so happens to be the head coach of the A-State men's basketball program, Coach Mike Villato. He's going to be in later on this morning. He was my tag team partner back a number of years ago in a wrestling match. Uh, and he he was <laughs> so excited. Funny. No, but he was so excited to yeah. do that. And he was actually really good at it. So uh, he'll be in later on this morning, which should be fun. We're going to talk about like summer camps and basketball and how to shoot. Yeah. Also on the show today, I, I've gone back and I realized it was seven years ago today that I was spending time on the beach with Mama June and Honey Boo Boo and Sugar Bear. Is it that time again already? Yeah, so we'll go back and kind of give you, if you haven't heard those stories, some of the recap of what it was like to actually hang out with the real life Mama June. And be on TMZ. Yeah, be on TMZ and all the different websites and stuff like that because I think people thought I was a part of the family. Aww. <laughs> what, what, yeah, is that? what is that? What is awe about that? No, I can see that. Uh, so all that coming up on the show today. Uh, also, Grandma Kelly makes an appearance later on this morning with words of wisdom from Grandma Kelly. Hmm. So that should be a lot of fun. <laughs> she laid that bit out. <clears throat> so rude. Uh, today is, again, June the 3rd of 2021, National Egg Day today. So... Mm, let's celebrate those. How do you like your eggs? Over easy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like them anyway. With salt, pepper, cheese, anything yeah. else with all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah, that's about it. So you don't taste the egg. Exactly. Yeah. Who wants the flavor of egg? Yeah, no. And I made some the other day. It was uh, over the weekend. And I thought I was trying to make them. What do you call them? Uh, I guess over easy. But you want them to be a little bit runny. That way you could sop them up with some, with some toast. Yeah, or a biscuit. Yeah, but I, I had them a little too runny, and the white was a little bit runny. And you talk oh, about disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's you didn't do it long enough. Yeah. Now the way I'd eat some eggs is if some chili was on top of them. Those chili omelets, I'm telling you, those are good. Hmm. Lots of bacon. Some hot sauce. Like you can get an omelet in some restaurants. It's really good. Oh, and you're yeah. like, how is that so good? And when I make them at home, it's not so good. I know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, National Moonshine Day today, so mm. Kelly and her family will celebrate that. <laughs> Long line of moonshiners. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Yes. Uh, today is also World Bicycle Day. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my can you bicycle. Yes, I can. Bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it where I you like that? Yes. It's also, this is a good day because today is love conquers all day. So at the end of the day, you're supposed to forget about your stress. You're supposed to forget about the problems you might have in life and realize that love can conquer all. Love can conquer all if you believe in it today. Get a little stronger, dig a little deeper. Oh, sorry about that one. I guess so. Go a little farther, anything to please you, girl. And that I'm gonna start all over. Show you, girl, what 
hope as you get ready to gather as a family that love is alive. Love is alive and at our breakfast table every day of the week. Love is alive and it grows every day and Love is alive and it's made a happy woman out of me. Oh, love is alive and here by me. June the 3rd, today is Love Conquers All Day. Realize that love can also build a bridge. What? <laughs> what is it? I mean, they're nice songs. I know. Don't you think it's time? Also, great advice on how to treat love and think of love. Be your best friend and tell the truth. And overuse I love you. And go to work and do your best. Don't outsmart your common sense. Never let your praying knees get lazy. And love like crazy. So on a day like today where love can conquer all, we think about the the true, the sheer grit, the power of love. It's the power of love. Man, nothing's going to stop us today. Because the power of love will overcome everything. Thanks for getting up and starting your morning with us. Welcome to Thursday. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994 and Tim McGraw had the number one song in country music on this day. Son, I know you don't want her to go. But someday you'll change your mind. And Johnny said, take Jimmy Johnson, take Tommy Thompson. Take my best friend, no. Take anybody that you want. As long as she don't go, take any boy in the world. Daddy, please don't take the girl. I remember Nana Doris coming to me saying, You have to hear this new song from this guy named Tim McGraw. Never forget that, 94. Same old boy, same sweet girl. Ten years down the road. He held her tight and kissed her lips in front of the picture show. Stranger came and pulled a gun. Grabbed her by the arm. And if you do what I tell you to, there won't be any harm. And Johnny said, take my money, take my wallet, take my credit cards. Here's a watch that my grandpa gave me. Here's a key to my car, Mr. Give it a a good song. 1994, this was the number one song in country music. 
Same old boy, same sweet girl Five years down the road There's gonna be a little one And she says it's time to go Doctor says a baby's fine But you have to His mama's fading past And Johnny hit his knees And there he prayed Take the very breath you gave me Take the heart from my chest I'll gladly take her place if you'll let me Make this my last request Take me out of this world God, please don't take the girl Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing When he was eight years old Tim McGraw, Don't Take the Girl It was number one on this day in 1994 Brandon Baxter in the morning Thursday morning has arrived, June the 3rd, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings, gotcha gossip. All right, much like a broken record, this morning we gotcha gossip on Jennifer Lopez. Y'all, it looks like they've made it publicly official. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have no longer been spotted getting into a car together. They've no longer just been spotted on the balcony mm-hmm. at some Miami hotel. No, they have been spotted going to dinner in West Hollywood, California. Oh, it is official. They went to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant the other night. And of course, when they walk in, everybody's freaking out because we all remember this relationship. It started back in 2001 on the set of the movie Geely. And then all of a sudden in 2002, they announced they're getting in, they're getting engaged, they're ready mm-hmm. to get married. And then just right before the wedding, like just a couple of days before it, they broke up. And here we are, we fast forward all these years later, and they're back together. And at this point, it seems like the media is being nice about it. It's no more Benefer and how they're going to ruin each other's careers. It's kind of like this fairy tale romance, right. and a whirlwind that came back around. But it does look like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are no longer hiding the relationship. They were spotted. Out in public. Gotcha gossip on Chris Harrison. So Chris Harrison's future with the Bachelor franchise is still undecided. But for this summer, they're basically keeping him in timeout. So David Spade, okay, David Spade mm-hmm. will take turns with another with other comedians hosting the upcoming season of Bachelor in Paradise. So no no other names have been announced yet. But the upcoming season of The Bachelorette premieres next week, and that's gonna be the first one without Chris Harrison. So former Bachelor contestants Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow are going to be hosting in his place. Yeah, that's interesting because he was kind of caught saying some things that uh, could be insensitive mm-hmm. and you know, he's paid the price for it. We'll yeah. see if he ever comes back to The Bachelor. He was a big part of that franchise right. too, so that's interesting yeah. to watch. Hey, got you gossip this morning on Lady Gaga. Oh, the face. She 
Lady Gaga was set to do her Chromatica Ball Tour. It was the Chromatica Ball Tour, and it was supposed to start last year, but because of the pandemic, they didn't get to launch it. And then they pushed it back to the summer of 2021, thinking they could get everything done. And while all these other tours are kind of getting ready to go, she'd be ready to go this summer. But guess what? The rest of the world isn't quite ready to open up just as fast as some areas. And she basically says until they can confirm all the global dates, they have to postpone the show. And at this point, they're postponed for another year to the summer of 2022. So if you love Lady Gaga, you want to go see Lady Gaga, it's going to be a big Man, talk about the anticipation by the time that show finally happens. Still haven't seen that movie. What about that one with Ariana? Lady Gaga's tour postponed until 2022. Got you gossip on Chris Pratt. So if you're a Chris Pratt fan, a fan of the show Parks and Rec, last month Mouse Rat, which was the fictional Parks and Recreation band led by Chris Pratt's character Andy Dwyer, they announced they were releasing an album called The Awesome Album. Well, (laughs) and if you know Andy Dwyer, that sounds like what the name of his album would be, The Awesome Album. Well, to celebrate Mouse Rat, 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 they released um, the song about Little Sebastian, the mini horse. Well, now they have two more albums. Uh, Mouse Rat has shared two other favorites, and if you're a fan of the show, you'll get this. One of them is called The Pit. This is what it sounds like. to be funny no yeah okay. so for like if you're like me and you haven't watched the whole show yeah, yet you're it doesn't like, make sense get it. yeah but if you're a fan it does and then the other song that they have is called two <laughs> two birds holding hands and huh. i don't know why that makes me laugh okay you want to play that one this too? is what it sounds like we can fly over the mountains ooh, or through the sea we can do whatever we Brandon, I'm telling you, it took me three years to talk to you about watching The Office. I know. This is the next one you need to watch. But you can listen to The Pit and Two Birds Holding Hands. They're out now. And the awesome album by by Mouse Rat comes out in August. All right, there you go. I'm waiting for that one. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A lot of times when people meet us in public, they'll tell us that they believe we are so sweet. Is that what they say? Kind hearted and stuff. Yeah, they hear that. I think most of the time we hear, oh my gosh, y'all, y'all are just alike. <laughs> y'all really treat each other like that? We're like, no, that's exactly how we do it. So if you hear us on the radio and you see us in public, it's going to be the same. It's real. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's, we're not good actors. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> so you're going to get this whenever you see us anywhere.
There is a sweet story that I wanted to share with you. Uh, this couple, this guy's 42. His name's Graham. The girl's 41. They were high school sweethearts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in love with each other for all these years. They saw each other in the hallways at school, and they decided, hey, they wanted to be a couple. And then, as happens in so many relationships, a guy who was a year older goes off to college, and they try to stay in touch and, and all that stuff, but it doesn't really work out. Life goes on, and they go on and get married. Both of them have kids with other long-term partners, and as life happens, here we go 20 years later, those relationships did not work. And here are these two people who were high school sweethearts, who college separated them, and all of a sudden, they decide to reach out to each other, and both of them are single at this point, and they just now tied the knot and got married. Aww. It's pretty crazy. They say that uh, the guy proposed, Graham proposed, with the same promise ring that he gave to her when he was 15. That's super sweet. Which is really, really (laughs) sweet. And it's proof right there that you don't have to give up on somebody, man. Somewhere in the back of your mind, it could be there. I won't give up on us, even if the skies get rough. I'm giving you all my love. I'm still looking up. How sweet is that, though? 20 years apart. But those feelings remain when they get back together. That kind of reminds me of my mom. My mom um, had a high, uh, well, college sweetheart. His yeah. name's Jim. And whatever happened, they were together for two or three years. Um, she met my father, um, you know, 33 years later. That didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up kind of refinding each other. And they've been married for like 15 years now. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. And I bet that happens more often than we know. Yeah, probably. You know, life gets in the way. Things just don't work out. And then somewhere down the road, you're going, hey, I wonder whatever happened. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'd like to go out for coffee. Hmm. Sweet stories, though, yeah, right? Really and sweet. life life kind of works out in that weird way where maybe, maybe they knew early on. Maybe this couple knew back Aww. then they were meant to be. Yeah. So sweet story there again. Again, for Graham Richardson and Helen Marshall, now married after 20 years apart. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So here's a heads up on something I was reading. Uh, they were talking about, you know, we talk often about names and the most popular names and, and trendy names and stuff like that. So for anybody who's about to have a baby, maybe you can get some ideas from us when we talk about stuff like that. Uh, one name that is no longer trendy and it's being proven by by the data is the name Karen. Aww. So we've all heard, don't become a Karen, you know, all the different stuff over the course of the last couple of years where the stigma has been developed. Yeah. And because of said stigma, less Karens are out there now than before. As far as new babies, they say that in the year of uh, the last year, in the calendar year, only 325 babies in the country were named Karen. Hmm. 325 in the entire country of all the babies born. And they say that's the lowest number since 1927. So as far as names for a girl, Karen ranks in at 831 on the list. They say the last time it was that low was in 1927. And here's what's interesting about this. The year when it was the most popular, when Karen was the most popular name, was back in 1965. And they're saying that's indicative of the fact that now most Karens are in their mid to late 50s. Oh. So that's where Uh you get the whole vision for that. But uh, it's the first time in a long time that the name Karen has fallen so quickly. (laughs) And much of it has become, has come from us, uh, you know, calling people Karens. It's like, ah, she's being a Karen. She's acting like a Karen. Mm -hmm. 
And I do feel bad for the Karens out there who aren't Karens. I know. I have a good friend named Karen, and she is so not a Karen. Right. Yeah. But now when you hear she's that. She's a cool Karen. Because people are going to say, yeah, they're going to say, well, is she is she a Karen? No, she's not a Karen. She's a cool Karen. But what if she is? Oh, yeah, she is a Karen. Let's see how many Karens I have here. You have a lot? Uh, Yeah. Man. So for the Karens on my Instagram, because I'm looking through and searching yep. your names right now. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Because there's some good Karens on this I list. I know. We have good friends named Karen. And we also know a couple of Karens. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 325 kids across the country named Karen in the last year. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 43-year-old guy from West Palm Beach, Florida named PJ is going on trial for felony animal cruelty after killing an iguana last year. Well, iguanas are not native to Florida, so they're considered uh, a non-invasive species, and you're actually allowed to kill them, but only if it's done humanely. So a security, what? yeah, I know. So a security camera got it on video, and he attacked the iguana for about thirty minutes. So it wasn't humane. Oh well, last God. week he tried to get the charges dropped by citing Florida's quote "stand your ground" law that it allows deadly force if you think your life is in danger. Oh my God! So normally it's only used when someone attacks another person, but his lawyer argued that he had a right to stand his ground because the iguana bit him no. and because he thought they had deadly venom. Which they don't. What? But you would think you would research that as you're purchasing an uh, iguana, right? Yeah, I would think so. The security footage showed the iguana didn't bite him until he attacked it, and a judge rejected his stand-your-ground defense last oh. week. He's facing up to five years in prison. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Speaking of iguanas, when it's freezing in Florida, iguanas start falling from trees. But all the elderly people aren't that worried about it, though. Really? Why not? Yeah, because they're used to reptile dysfunction. Oh, <laughs> oh my apologies. My apologies. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so some people like to say they have texture issues with food. (laughs) Yeah. My wife has texture issues with uh, those onions, those little slivered onions that sometimes some fast food places will put on their burgers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she'll be like, if 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 one of those shows up, it's being thrown away. I'm like, that's silly. Yeah. Scrape it off. Mm -hmm. But she has the texture issue. Kai has texture issues with some things. And I realized it was really weird because it was like two days ago. uh, I was trying to eat. I needed some food on my belly before I came to work, right? And I was like, hey, what do I have? I didn't feel like making eggs and an omelet or oatmeal or any of that stuff. So I saw some bread. I saw some peanut butter. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. Right? I love peanut butter. One of my favorite things. Yeah, peanut butter sandwiches, peanut butter banana sandwiches fried like a grilled cheese. A spoon of peanut butter. A spoon of peanut butter. Throw peanut butter in your protein shake. All those different things. I love it. The Reese's peanut butter cups mm-hmm. and all the different versions of that. But I was eating that peanut butter sandwich the other day trying to rush through it. And I realized that I kind of understood why some people might say they don't like it. Like, I like it. But the other day I was like, I don't know if I like it right now. Mm-hmm. Because then it was like, it's so sticky. Well, and it, it sticks. That's what sticky means. Well, it sticks to the roof of your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. And your teeth. Yeah. And your cheeks. And all of a sudden you feel like you're going, 
and you make you make horrible sounds. You're trying to get it loose. Yeah. And I'm like, now I get why some people might have a texture issue because, quite frankly, at 4.45 in the morning when you're eating a peanut butter sandwich and drinking coffee and you're struggling <laughs> through it, it wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah. So I had that thought and then randomly I was uh, doing my testosterone thing uh, yesterday and I was talking about uh, different protein bars. I'm like, hey, what was your favorite? And the conversation goes where I said I love the the peanut butter ones, right? The chocolate, the peanut butter and chocolate ones. And the girl says I don't like peanut butter. And I'm starting to think maybe there's more people out there that don't like peanut butter. No, I, th- I think there is, and it's not like you said. It's not because of the smell or the taste. It's it's the it's the consistency of what it is. Yeah. So I was reading this thing about it because I was trying to figure it out, like what percentages were. And there's this list of foods that people say cause them texture issues. <laughs> and I started thinking maybe I do have a little bit of a texture issue because I thought it was a Leslie yeah. and Kai thing. Let me give you some of these. And you tell me if you have texture issues with applesauce. Uh, no, but I can totally understand it. Is it apples? Is it sauce? Is it gritty? Like, I get that. Did somebody already chew this? Right. What about bananas? It depends. No, because I've had that recently too. Like when I overanalyze what it, like the food would look like in my mouth, I'm starting to go. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, and it makes gross sounds because they're mushy. Yeah, like you got to have noise going when you have a banana. Uh, let's see here. What about celery? Doesn't bother me. Even fresh. Mm-mm. What about ribs? I can't imagine anybody having texture issue with ribs. Well, there's a lot. Sometimes there's a lot of fat on them, so yeah. sometimes I can be like that. I don't like that. cottage cheese. I can definitely see where people have texture issues because it's a texture and it's a flavor. Like it's the double whammy. But no, it's triple because the the sound cottage cheese cottaged. What is that? I don't even know. I mean, it <laughs> kind of sounds right. Some people have texture issues with fried chicken. Who are really? these people? Wow. Like, that one's crazy. Uh, then I was reading hot dogs cause some people to have texture issues. Yeah. Uh-uh. I can see that. Uh, mushrooms. Are you a mushroom girl? Ugh. Oysters. Gross. On the half shell. Texture issue? It's, I'm not going to tell you. No, go ahead. No. Because I like them. Go ahead. You like loogies too? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have stopped. Yep. Uh, water chestnuts. You know those things you'd find in like... Um, uh, like in Chinese food? like They look like slivers of almonds. Yeah, like a white disc. It's like a circular disc. doesn't bother me, but they're not my favorite. Yeah, because you get that. It's kind of weird. You don't really enjoy it a lot. What about shrimp? Do you like shrimp? Yeah, I love shrimp. But I, it is kind of like, I don't know, spongy. Or coconut. doesn't bother me, but I know people hate those Let's shavings. Let's think I hate it. Yeah. Like you give me an almond joy and I am so happy. Me too. If they bite into like a Valentine's Day box of chocolate and get the coconut one, it's like they're going to throw up. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Hmm. texture issues are real deals. And as we go through there, maybe I start to see some of it. Runny eggs also was something I read. And I told you earlier, I made eggs that were not only a little bit runny with the yolk, but also. With the what? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that part. Runny with the what? One more time. I'm running with the devil. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> my ear, my, my headphones went out. Eggs. And the... Uh, yolk. The yolk. Okay. Enough of you today. This was supposed to be a day where love conquers all. She has showed up with hate. Come on. So. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you.
Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Thursday, June the 3rd of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Josiah Mafus, eight years old in Stuttgart. That's our news director in Stuttgart, Eric Mafus's son. So, Happy Josiah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Josiah. Do you know that your dad is Eric Mafus, who does the news? I'm sure he does know that. Oh, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So, shout out to Josiah, who celebrates turning eight years old today. What about Billy Houghton of Wynn turning 27? Aww. So this says, we love you, son, from mom, who's Paula, who's a big listener and supporter of the show. So shout out to Billy, who celebrates in Wynn today, 27. Gunnar Wilson of Truman. Happy birthday. Whitney Bishop of Jonesboro turns 25 today. Scylla Ellis of Hickory Ridge is celebrating. Sheila Sherman from Wynn. Betty Ralston. Happy birthday, Eric Elliott of Walnut Ridge, Roland Collins of Cherry Valley, Mark Sifford of Jonesboro celebrates today, Cameron Saipa of Jonesboro, Jenny Mirabags of Jonesboro turns the big 4-0 today. Happy birthday, Jenny. Uh, We have Johnny Rainbolt of Stuttgart celebrating and Jill Clements of Elmira has a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Rafael Nadal is 35, tennis superstar. Jamie O'Neill is 53. See if you remember Jamie O'Neill from this one. When he left her behind, it never crossed her mind. Jamie O'Neill, 53 today. When I think about rain, I think about singing. When I think about singing, it's a heavenly tune. When I think about heaven, then I think about angels. When I think about angels, I think about you. Jamie O'Neill, 53 today. Happy birthday. Anderson Cooper is 54 today. Jill Biden is 70, the First Lady of the United States. Susie Quattro oh, yeah. is 71 today. Can I do some Happy Days? Of course. Because uh, what character on Happy Days? Leather Tuscadero. Thank you. I believe that's actually an assistant coach with A-State Men's Basketball. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy no. Days. No. Thursday, Friday, Happy Days. The weekend Susie Quattro, who was leather, tes- leather, t- leather, leather Tuscadero on Happy Days, 71 today. Happy birthday. And this is a great one. Happy birthday today to Denise Williams, who is 71. Because every time he pulls me in, I just want to 
Good friend Denise Williams, who turns 71 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Thanks for starting your day with us. Welcome to Thursday morning. It's June the 3rd. Coming up here right around 8.05 this morning, we have A-State men's basketball coach, the big cheese, the head honcho, Coach Mike Bellotto. He's coming in to talk about mm-hmm. summer camps for kids. We've seen this before. It's a great thing for your kids. If they know basketball, if they want to learn from the A-State coaches and the players, it's awesome. And if maybe they're new to basketball, they just want to see if they like it, it's great for them too. So, hey, it's me, the coach. He's going to be in here later on this morning. And y'all can see if Brandon's, um, I don't know. Hey, B, if what is a- happening? I got some basketball kids are coming to camp today. He does not sound like the Count on Sesame Street. Hey, where is Alicia? She, she booked the interview and I'm over here doing it like this. I also don't think he's from um, Italy. Yes, he is. I think so. Okay. No, not Italy. No. So anyway, Coach Bellotto, later on this morning, right around 8.05, we'll have fun with him. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Man, I saw some stuff on social media last night. I immediately jumped up and started making plans. I was Googling distances because Garth Brooks has announced another stadium show. And y'all, this time it's within driving distance. We're talking Garth Brooks in Kansas City, August the 7th. Inside the football stadium, the home of the Chiefs, where Mahomes plays. Can you imagine? We can get there in six hours. And I'm telling you, if you have been to a Garth Brooks show, you already know Mm -hmm. it is worth a six-hour drive. It is. It is worth a 10-hour drive. It is. It's worth a 20-hour drive to go and see Garth. And I've never had the experience of the stadium experience, Mm. which we've had the experience of 15, 18, 20,000 people. But to think there's sixty or seventy thousand singing those songs, can you imagine what that would feel like? I mean, it's Garth Brooks live. If tomorrow never comes, will she know how much I love? 
And we're talking live within a six-hour drive. But you've got to be tough when consumed by desire. Because it's not enough just to stand outside the fire. Dude, I'm telling you, the energy of Garth yeah, Brooks. But it's not just the energy of Garth, it's the energy of the crowd as well. Operator, won't you put me on through? I gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? I gotta talk to the girl just one more time. So he's a showman, man. He gets you through these emotions. He gets you so hyped up with that song. And then he makes it real. And uh, I'm glad I didn't know the way it all would end. And all of a sudden you're crying. The way it all and you're like, what is this experience I'm having with Garth Brooks? It's like he's our friend. I hope you don't mind, but I had to go back and write a third verse for this song to make it a little bit more me. You know? This happens live every night. Kansas City, August 7th. Well, I guess I was wrong. I just don't belong. Then I've been there before. And everything's all right. I'll just say goodnight. And I'll show myself to the door Hey, I need me To cause a big scene Just wait till I finish this glass Here we go Sweet little lady I'll head back to the bar And you can kiss my ass Legit that's real. Caravan. Dude, that is for sure. Uh, tickets go on sale June the 11th at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. Uh, again, the show is going to be in Kansas City on August the 7th. Garth Brooks, back within a drive. And we've got country music news on Blake Shelton. You can make a six-pack on the carpet. Tis like a million-dollar bill. You can make a one-bedroom apartment. Feel like a house up on a now, this is crazy for me to believe, but in a new interview, Blake says that there was a time when he lost interest in touring. You see him up on stage. He looks like he's so happy and content, mm-hmm. right? Well, Blake says it took reimagining his touring life in order for his excitement to come back. Because back in 2012, as he entered the second season of The Voice, he tried to balance that with touring. He got really burned out, and he said he needed a change. Again, this is Blake Shelton. He says, quote, I was touring full-time or as much as I could, and it became too much. It was too much for me personally. He said, I never had a day off. It was crazy. I started resenting touring a little bit. And he was like, what's the point? What are we doing? I'm not enjoying it anymore. So that's when he knew he needed to scale back. And he said since 2013, he's probably played 25 shows a year. Wow. So he scaled it back a lot. But it's something that now he still remains excited about it. Mm-hmm. And he still enjoys doing that. But scaling back, that's kind of what took it for him uh, to make it better. Makes a ton of sense. Hey, country music news today on Luke Bryant. So just so you know, you're probably going to want to pay attention to Luke Bryan's social media and his wife, Caroline's social media, because they are kicking off the summer of the pinch prank, goosing. (laughs) No. And they do this at the beach. (laughs) So if you know LeClaire, 
Luke Bryan's mom. You've seen her on social media. She is a character, right? Yes. So LeClaire's kind of getting her chair beach ready or her beach chair ready, and she's trying to reposition it. And Caroline Bryan's laying there behind her, and she starts to record as LeClaire is <laughs> positioning her chair. And as LeClaire bends over to position the chair, Caroline Bryan gooses her. <laughs> and LeClaire turns around and smacks Caroline in the top of the head. So they kick off the summer of the pinch prank, the goosing, and then Luke Bryan. They end up in like wherever they're staying, the house or the condo or whatever, and uh, LeClaire's in there putting stuff in the fridge. And Luke's like, hey, put that down there on the bottom shelf, Mom. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? She bends down. <laughs> he gooses her. She is fired up. And it's funny to watch. If you want mindless humor. I feel like this is something you would do to your family. A hundred percent. And it's funny to me. But Luke Bryan and uh, Caroline Bryan on social media are doing the summer of the pinch prank. And a big congratulations goes out to Luke Combs. He now has his 11th straight number one with Forever After All. They say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't seen us together. Or the way the moonlight dances in your eyes. Just a t-shirt in the kitchen with no makeup and a million other things that I could look at my Celebration for Luke Combs with his 11th straight number one with Forever After All. There you go. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right. So today is June the 3rd and Today in Pop Culture in 1989. The Fine Young Cannibals, their album, The Raw and The Cooked. It started a seven-week run at number one. And, of course, that album from the Fine Young Cannibals, FYC, featured this. Today at Pop Culture in 1992. At that time, he was the governor of Arkansas. Bill Clinton showed up on the Arsenio Hall show, put on his glasses, and played the saxophone. It was an iconic moment. A lot of people think it led to President Clinton ended up uh, winning the presidency. It was a big moment because politicians didn't do stuff like that. The Arsenio Hall show was the biggest show in late night at the time as well, especially with the young audience. So that was Today in Pop Culture in 1992. Today in Pop Culture in 1995, we had Brian Adams, number one on the U.S. singles charts with this one. You don't feel this way. You love a woman, tell her that she's a woman. Kelly's not feeling that one today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1996, George Strait released the song Carried Away. I get carried away by the look, by the light in your eyes. Today in pop culture in 1997, Curb Records put out Tim McGraw's fourth album. The album was called Everywhere, and it featured songs like this. Just to see you smile, I'd do anything. It featured the big duet with Faith Hill. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Don't think I can keep it all in. I just gotta let you know it's a good one. what it is that won't let me go. It's your love It just does something to me 
also on Tim McGraw's album. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows, watch my corn pop up in rows, every night be tucked in closed down. Today, Pop Culture in 2001, Stained, and the album Break the Cycle started a three-week run at number one. So you might know Stained from this song right here. It's been a while since I could hold my head up Also on the album with Stained was this one. But I'm on the outside. And this one, too. That's 2001, 20 years ago. And today in pop culture, 2014, Miranda Lambert released her fifth album called Platinum. It featured songs like her collaboration with Carrie Underwood. It featured her collaboration with Little Big Town. Miranda's album also featured this one. Hey, you can't ride in my little red wagon. Why not, Miranda? The front seat's broken and the axle's dragging. And the biggest hit of them all was this one. Hey, whatever happened to Waiting your turn. Doing it all by hand. Cause when everything is handed to you, it's only worth as much as a time put in. It all So that's Miranda. Her fifth album was was uh, released on this day in 2014, seven years ago today. Today is June the 3rd, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I'm getting ready. I'm actually in the process of putting together my Throwback Thursday, which is seven years ago this week. I was on the beach with Mama June and Honey Boo Boo and Sugar Bear and the entire family. That's so sweet. Yeah, so we were at the Holiday Inn Resort, Panama City Beach, and we went down there to do a radio broadcast, right? And I remember um, I look over and I'm like, that lady looks awful familiar. And this was right around the time that Here Comes Honey Boo Boo was a huge deal on television, right? Yeah. And I kept thinking, wait, that looks like it's Mama June, but there's no way Mama June is here. Right. And then I saw a kid and I'm like, well, that kid looks a little bit like Honey Boo Boo, but there's no way. Surely this is just another family that looks like that. And then I saw Sugar Bear, and I thought, okay, this is it. (laughs) Got to be it. And I told my wife, I said, I believe that's the the family from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, which we had seen on television. And I I was like, I think I want to go say something to them. And she's like, no, that's weird. They're on vacation and blah, blah, blah. Because everybody else in the place was just kind of looking at them too, but nobody was talking to them. Mm -hmm. Like they were just doing their own thing. So I decided to go up to Mama June, and I said, hey, how's it going? And I had this little conversation with her. And all of a sudden, because I was nice to her and, and you know, we knew who they were, she was so nice to us. And we kind of were welcomed in to their family in this weird way for uh, that whole week we were down there at Panama City Beach. Aw, that's really sweet. Some of the things I'll never forget was uh, the first time we were going to get a picture taken with Sugar Bear. My wife um, was in a bikini <laughs> and she didn't want to go ask him first. And I said, Sugar Bear? Can she get a picture with you? Yeah. Like, You're doing right, she can. 
And I said, uh, we got my picture with Mama June, and as I'm taking the picture, and it'll be the lead picture on my social media, it's me and Mama June in the pool. Uh, she revealed to me after the fact, with my wife taking the picture from the side of the pool, that she w- was peeing while we took the picture. So, yeah. Ew. I Ew. I've been peed on twice in pools, once by Mama June, the other by Mike Barber. <laughs> and it was never because a jellyfish stung you? No, they just had to pee. Oh, that's... Right. I'll never forget Honey Boo Boo. She, uh, she and Kai became buddies, and uh, Kai was up on a slide. He was, I guess at that point, he was, d- 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 how old was he, five, six, uh, five years old, I think. So they're, they're on a slide, right? And Honey Boo Boo gets Kai up there. She carries him up the slide, and he doesn't want to go down the slide at the water park part of the hotel. And she's like, go, and he won't go, so she just shoved him. <laughs> oh, no. And he went flying <laughs> down the slide. But like, so the next day after we've spent much of the day with them uh, and they gave us drink tickets and all this different stuff, like it was a really fun time. Uh, and then we did this whole follow on social media and, and we were just became friends like that. We were out at the pool one day and we're just kind of chilling. And we hear Kai, Kai. And it was Mama June, probably seven stories up in the air, yelling oh at Kai, waving at him. And it was one of those deals where when we told people about it, they were like, no, this didn't really happen. Uh-huh. Then we had the proof with the photos and the fact that I was then on TMZ. You have made it on TMZ. Yeah, because they did this picture. The paparazzi was there, and they did the like the whole family was going to jump in holding hands, and they had me in there between Mama June and Honey Boo Boo. Like y'all were twins. No, yes. like like related, like brother and sister. That's what it was. I think that's going to be my throwback Thursday today on Instagram. Brandon Baxter in the morning. On Facebook, it's also Brandon Baxter in the morning. And on Twitter, if you want to see it there, it's Brandon on BBITS. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, we have a very special guest who's joining us this morning, one of the friends of the show who we always are excited when he wants to come and join us. He is the head basketball coach of the men's team. At Arkansas State University, please welcome back to the show and the studio for the first time in forever, Coach Mike Bellotto. Brandon, Kelly, how you guys doing this morning? Man. Good. It's just good to see humans. Back to normalcy, a little bit, Man. right? I mean, we're getting closer than we have been. Just the idea that we can see you in person. You know, we have to go through the, have you been vaccinated? Yeah. Once we knew you were vaccinated, I think we're pretty much good. So I was about to walk in with my vaccination card, like, stapled to my forehead. Right. So you guys know. It's almost like you got to do that nowadays. Yeah. You know? It's so different. How, how has the pandemic affected, uh, you know, you personally and the A-State men's basketball program? Yeah, it's it's been a, a very, very interesting year. I, I, I'm sure, as everybody knows, like, you know, for me personally – being able to spend time with my family was actually pretty good. Yep. I mean, I want to say the positive part about it because we're quarantined for God knows how long, so mm-hmm. we couldn't – the most time I spent with my kids and, and my wife in one place. You know, I'm sure after a while they probably got in like group meeting and we're like, we need to get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. It's kind of annoying. Can we send him somewhere Who else? Who is this guy? Get him yeah. out of here. He's screwing up everything in the morning. But yeah. um, for my team, you know, they, they, they fought through a lot. I mean, we were just talking off the air. I mean, 179 practices, you know, 86, we didn't have a full team. God, and that's crazy. Out of those 86, 50 of those, we were missing three guys or more. So it was a lot of adjustments. Like, I was kidding around that coaches were out in practice. You know, we thought we can go, pay, you know, play pro. Right? Yeah, right. We were like, did you see that move that I made yeah. today? And it was probably in slow motion. But we had to adjust. You know, it was about adjustment and dealing with adversity. And I think it's a good learning, you know, tool for the guys going through something like this, but it, it's a shame that the country had to had to deal with something like that, especially small businesses and other families. So, But, you know, we're getting through it. When you reflect back, how did it affect uh, the season? 
Because obviously it had to in some oh, way. Oh, no question. Games canceled. We're, we're on a, we had uh, our first games. We're going to be at Ole Miss in a multi-team event. We get the call the day before the game. Three games out canceled. Right. Had to go, you know, scr- you know, like kind of scramble and find nice. games. Yep. We're five hours into a trip to uh, Stephen F. Austin. We're 30 minutes from Nacogdoches. We get a call. We can't play. We got oh, five guys tested. Goodness. Wow. So we turn right back around and, and drive home. And we spent a whole day on the bus and just got nothing out of it. So... And and testing three times a week. I mean, my nostrils can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh, I got tested twice and I was done with it. I, was like, yeah. I don't want to have to do this again. It's three times a week, Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. And look, I, I'm going to give a lot of credit to our administration. I mean, as far as getting the season going and right. letting the players play, it was a phenomenal job that our athletic tra- training staff and our administration did. No question. But it, it came with a lot of sacrifice. But we got through it. You know, we only played 24 games. We usually right. played 31. So... Right. Hopefully the, the season's looking like it's going to get back to what we're used to, and that's what we're happy about. Any idea on uh, capacity for you know the arena and what that's going to look like? Are we going to have uh, the normal amount of bodies in there? Do we have any idea yet? Has it been made official? You know, I think it's moving that direction. I really do. I just don't know if the seating arrangements will be the same. I don't know if there's going to be some separation between the court and the fans. Right. You know, like usually I got people standing, like sitting right behind me right. and the players. I don't know if that'll happen. Maybe they're just going to try to separate, but I'm. I think they're trying to get back to 100 percent capacity, which, oh, that's awesome. which which is exciting for sporting events, concerts. Mm-hmm. I mean everything. So you know, Arkansas obviously has been very good with the mass mandate as far as lifting it. Um, so we'll see. You know, we're looking forward to it. I hope that's the way it goes, just so everybody can enjoy a normal Saturday and go to a game and relax. And but that's what that's what it's going towards. I think once we can ease the fears, you know, and let people know, hey, it's okay to go back. You don't have to be scared to go back. And they are going to have yep. all the distancing and stuff like that because for for so long we we all lived in fear. Oh man, and nobody wants to live in fear. And you know, I, I think you probably know. You know, our family was affected heavily by COVID, but sure. at this point, you know, we're still going. Hey, we want to get back to normal. We yeah. would love to be able to go to a place and not have to wear a mask or worry about distancing. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's just, you know, the everyday kind of doing stuff. Like I go to Starbucks every morning, you know, and I, I love the people down on, on stadium and um, they're great, you know, and, and, and they're wearing masks all day. Like I, yeah. I feel so bad for them. And you going in there now, I walked in there yesterday and the lobby's open, you know, so it's yeah. kind of like, oh, wow, there's mm-hmm. people. Yeah. I felt like sitting there just to sit there. I mean, right. I sat there I'm like, this is great. You know, yeah. how you doing? And it gets more people. I think it gets people more involved with talking to each other. And, you know, when we couldn't do that before. So yeah, looking forward to it. Coach Mike Bellotto joins us this morning. Uh, the reason we wanted to chat with you is because, you know, uh, we had the chance to go out a couple of years ago. You were doing a summer camp, and we did our morning show out there. We got yeah. to broadcast from there. We got to see how you interacted with the kids and the energy of, of you and the coaching staff and, and the way the players interacted with them and the way those kids, when they got down there on the court at First National Bank Arena, the court that they get to watch from the stands, but now they're on there mm-hmm. and they get to play there. Uh, that excitement that first morning was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I, you know, camp for me is one of my favorite times of the year. It really is. And and the reason for that is uh, when I was younger, I go to camp. You know, uh, University of Miami, Florida International, back in Miami, and I never saw the head coach. Right. Like I'm sure he was really busy. I mean, I I know he was really busy because I, I I'm going through it. Right. But you, as a little kid, you almost always want to go and see the head coach and the coaches and the players, you know. And a lot of times, I remember when I was younger, just like who I know him. He's a high school coach. I I, I see him all the time, or a middle school coach, right. or whatever. And when I was sixteen, I, I was I never forget it. I was sitting there in University of Miami camp. I said, if I ever have a camp, if I ever coach and I ever have a camp, I'm going to be there every day 
And I've been, I've done that. Like yeah. I enjoy that part of it. Enjoying part, hanging out with the little boys and girls, and the future fans of Arkansas State, yeah. and hopefully students one day, and parents get to hang out if they want and come watch their kid all day. We have bleachers set up for them, and you know that's something that I pride myself in and my staff. I tell my guys, this is from nine to four or five. You are this is right. your priority, and then we'll worry about everything else after, and the players too. And I think it builds camaraderie and i think it builds more fans so it's fun well it was a deal because when we were there we saw that it wasn't just hey it's coach Bellato because yeah you were there and you were going to every kid and every parent it was almost like you were running for office right you're yeah. you're, you're doing the deal getting people amped up but your wife is there and your kids are there it's like the full family deal where you guys are all in for a state basketball yeah and I, I gotta give a lot of credit to alicia my wife like she she does all the 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 backstage stuff for the for the for the camp, but yep. she's there every day. You know what I mean. And I'm, I'm trying to get her out on a shooting, you know, competition. She won't do it, but right. that's that's Come the next on, thing. Yeah. But, Did she play? Uh, she no, no, no. Okay, no, oh, I, no. I didn't mean to offend I, you or anything. No, no, no. It's not. I think uh, one of the great things would be a Brandon Baxter, Alicia Shootoff, and see who makes the first yeah. basket. <laughs> I'll but, never forget. Oh, it'd be now, we only have from nine to four, so when that first basket comes in, we'll see. <laughs> I will never forget when you showed him me shooting a basketball at one of the area high schools. He said, "That is the worst form I have ever seen." That's true. Yeah, I can't figure it out, man. We'll work can't. on it. Hey, you go to the shooting station with uh, Malcolm Farrington. You'll be okay. Aww. So we'll see if we can help you out. A little have bit. I aged out though? Am I, am I past the age no. of camp? No, absolutely not. The, it's, it's from you know it, the ages are kindergarten to twelfth uh, uh, grade, but we can make an exception for you. <laughs> can you imagine the parents when I'm out there Why running with the kids? There? What's going to be worse is one of the kids go, walks up to another one and says, "Stop passing him the ball." <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh, what happened? Yeah, don't pass that man the ball. You know what's so sad though is like my win. wife, she was the athlete, and Kai has her like he's he can shoot like her. Yeah. So we'll go out there because we have a basketball goal uh, in our driveway, and I am literally I can't get better like she can try to guide me i literally can't get better hey i feel the same way about golf don't worry about it but, but the key is it's got to be fun like i'm having fun even if i'm bad at yeah, it no it's question. still fun and you you said something interesting going to camp you said whether you play or don't play it's you can go and that's the absolute truth like people think basketball camp is just for kids that play all the time or are very good that is the total opposite as a right. matter of fact the way we run camp is geared towards kids that want to learn the game and what i've seen a lot of is we've done it for three years is that kids that never played at the end of the week gotten so much better and they pick it up as a hobby or something they really like to do so don't feel that if you haven't played that oh i'm gonna get out there and look bad no 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 no. that's that's it's the total opposite we do it so we can teach the game and have fun with it and then they might pick it up and like it you know, at the end of the week. So when I saw how the kids were reacting to it and it was, it wasn't a situation like, cause I would be afraid as a kid, let's say I'm, I'm 13 years old mm. and I haven't really played basketball, but I'd love to go to the camp just for the experience. I might be afraid that, Oh, they're going to laugh or, or the other kids are going to make fun of me or whatever. That doesn't happen at all. Yeah. The support, not only from, from the, the athletes, the student athletes, from the coaches, but also from the other kids. Mm, it's yep. like everybody's there to have a good time. Everybody's there to enjoy basketball and support each other. And legit, we saw it firsthand. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because I tell my guys, like, just one thing, you got to gravitate yourself towards the ones that are afraid mm-hmm. and want to learn the game. Don't yeah. don't push them aside and you know concentrate on the guys that are very good. Yeah, we want to help them as well, sure. no question. And we do a good job of teaching them the skills and all that. But make the other you know little boy or little girl feel comfortable 
And what happens is what you'll see is when they get on a team and start playing five on five, everybody starts encouraging each other. And it's a pretty cool thing to see. It really is. I think it's important, too. You've mentioned it's not just boys who get to go to this camp. You're going to open it up and say, hey, if you fit within the age range, you're welcome to come and enjoy this. Oh, there's no. Listen. So my daughter goes, so she's not going to be the only girl. So what does she do? She brings my, you know, brings two friends from her basketball team. Well, then, then there's six girls from the basketball team. Yeah. Then there's another three girls from another school. And then I go in and I'm watching and I'm like, that girl's pretty good. Yeah. Like I, sometimes I go up after games and say, hey, buddy, you might want to pass her the ball. You're going to win right. more games. Like She's pretty good. Like right. Angie Ellis' daughter, I said it on the radio yeah. yesterday. Angie Ellis' daughter, she's the, the coach of Valley View. Yeah. Avery Ellis is a baller. Like I'll take her against Troy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like she is really, she is really, really, really good. Like yeah. she, her, my daughter and her play on the same team. Carly Cullen's another one. Like they're, they can yeah. play. Like, yeah. put them on a team. You when 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 we do teams and there's a girl on there. You know, every every boy's like, oh boy, here we go. And I, and I walk up, I say, hey buddy, you're lucky she's here. Trust me, don't worry. <laughs> you're gonna love her. And after a while, they're like, yeah, high five. And <laughs> so we, you know, we we um, we include all of them. And I think it's great. You know, and and I, I might have to get a separate uh, league for girls, but I think it's great when you integrate them. Yeah, well, and they start to learn each yeah. other and play with with uh, each other on the on the court. So, so the camp is happening this month. It is. It, well, it's going to be June twenty first through the twenty fourth, and uh, it, it's nine to five uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, twenty first through the twenty third, and then half day nine to twelve on the twenty fourth. It's championship day, so gotcha. everything goes things pretty quick. We give awards and all that, and uh, it's one hundred ninety nine dollars. Um, and we start right bright and early, you know, night uh, on Monday. And we go all the way through the week. You know, yeah. if they want to sign up, they can go to MikeBelottoBasketballCamps.com. Gotcha. And that's the best way to sign up. If they want to come by the office and drop off a check and sit down and talk, I would love that as well. So they're always welcome. I'm there every day from, uh, you know, 9 a.m. to God knows when. Oh, yeah. So come by whenever after work. I'm there until about 8 o'clock every night anyway. So that's the place to sign up. And I'm looking forward to finally getting stuff back to we can have some camps on campus. Well, I think when you look at this and you go, okay, I remember I did a wrestling camp in 1989, the Gentleman Chris Adams School of Wrestling, mm. right? And it was a summer camp. It was a week-long thing at, at a university in Texas. And I still remember it. I still have the trophy. That memory is etched in my mind forever. I don't remember much about 1989 <laughs> except that camp. And that's the same thing that these these young people are going to remember about 2021 if they come to your camp. They're going to have those memories for their entire life. Yeah, they get certificates. We give awards out every day. And at the end of the of the uh, camp, they get a special gift. Uh, we're gonna have a bag for them with electronics in there and some cool stuff that people have given to us. You know, Body Armor is another sponsor for us, so they're gonna have we're gonna have uh, you know Body Armor there as well. And um, I think it's and then and then when you win or when you you know win different competitions, you get something extra as well. So. It's something you can take home and always remember. They'll probably lose that certificate in three years, but mm-hmm. for three years, it'll be pretty cool for them. You know? But, dude, I kept my trophy since 1989. <laughs> so, again, the website, if they want to find it. MikePilatoBasketballCamps.com. Right. Best way to do it. And uh, if not, come by the office, First Natural Bank Arena. I'll be there and uh, say hello to you guys. And we'll post that on our social medias as well, so you can make sure to get the information. Coach Mike Pilato joins us this morning. Kelly, did you want to do five questions? Because it's been a minute since we've had a guest in oh, studio. Oh, yeah, boy. that would be great. All right, five put questions me, with the coach. Put me All on right. the spot. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> let's play five questions. What's the first major concert you ever attended? Michael Jackson. <gasps> no. Michael Jackson's Joe Robbie Stadium. Are what you year? serious? 1987. Wow. 86, Wait, 87. When did you go? 
I think I was at the Victory Tour 84, 85. Yeah, I can't remember. Something like 80, 86, 87 around that time. It was the coolest. Wow. Michael Jackson was the coolest guy, though. Dude, come on, come on. My first concert, too. <laughs> you know, How cool. random that, is that? That is random. Yep, okay. Michael Jackson. All right. What's your favorite hobby that has nothing to do with basketball? Watching my kids play sports. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Yep. Baseball. Ba- really? Watching my son play baseball and watching my daughter cheer. That, that, oh, uh, yeah. Out of anything else, those are the two things I, I, love, I love to do. All right. Awesome. Last show you binged. Oh, that's probably oh no 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 no! I was gonna yeah. say he doesn't have time for yeah. TV. Yellowstone. Oh, it is good. I haven't seen it. One of the greatest, one of the best shows. You got to watch it. it I'm telling really? you. Oh, it's okay. just so cool. Yep. All right. First uh, celebrity crush. Oh gosh. Salma Hayek. You know who that is Salma yeah, Hayek. I do. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to call her for God knows how long. <laughs> she won't call me back. I hope Alicia is somewhere else right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's sleeping. I told her, "Honey, don't listen to this." <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and if we were able to look through your contacts on your phone, who is your most famous? What? Who is the most famous person's number you have? You know, right now, today, today, it might be it might be Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Just because because wow, okay. the way he's playing, yeah. you know, in, in the NBA, that might be the, the, the most famous person I have. But mm. other than that, there's really not many. Uh, I mean, I got some. You, you guys can look through them. No, you have some good contacts in there. Yeah, but Don, Donovan is is probably the most that people will know just because the way he's playing and and he's such a great kid. Like, well, yeah, and you guys are stay pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I texted him. He was in Memphis the other day. We couldn't go to the game, but you know, we talked to him after um, on the phone. He's such a. I mean, what a phenomenal person. I mean, if every superstar in any sport can act the way that young man does, yeah. that's the way it should be. Boom. Right you know, there. so. Life lessons from Coach Mike Pilato. <laughs> that many camp. of them. <laughs> but a few. If you got a few good ones, you're good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, more on the summer camp will go up on our social media here in just a few minutes. Coach Mike Pilato on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks, guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And uh, I'd like to bring back in a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. We had Coach Mike Pilato earlier this morning. And at this point, we would like to welcome in for the very first time ever <laughs> our good friend, Grandma Kelly. I can't stand Grandma you. Kelly from... Kelly Perry, you know. <laughs> why, why would you pick this song? <laughs> because it's an older song. Kelly on the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> little House on the Prairie. Little <laughs> Little Kel from the Perry. Something like that. Yeah. So anyway, I was talking to Kelly about different songs we could play. She has some some facts and things that like grandparents would say that we should really take to heart and listen to and learn from. And in some ways, we just don't. Yeah. But I, I thought I'd give you the the floor right now to allow you to tell us things that, that Grandma Kelly wants mm-hmm. us all to realize. Okay. All right. Now, here's... No, I need your grandma voice. Oh. Well... No, that okay. sounds like your mother. Oh. Well, she okay, is that's a fine. grandmother. That's fine. That, that's fine. Go ahead. Okay, Mom, I'm not making fun of you, but it's going to be my grandmother voice. Okay. Well, the first one that you need to do with people is treat others how you'd like to be treated. Now, we've heard that a long time, haven't we, Brandon? Where did we first learn that? No, you know who just had that conversation? I had that conversation with Kai. We were leaving a place, and there was a guy. It was the taco truck I tell mm-hmm. you about. And they were closing up. I'm like, hey, man, thanks for dinner, blah, blah, blah. And Kai said, you're so nice to people. Mm-hmm. I said, here's the deal, Kai. You treat people the way you want to be treated. Boom. Grandma. No, grandma. Not oh, a grandma. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> Not grandma. Grandpa B. I would also like to preface this with saying that none of my children have had any children of their own, so I'm not actually a grandmother yet. 
Thank you. All right. The next thing. Well, Brandon, number two is manners don't cost a thing. Oh, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. I got it. Always try your best. That is a good one because you should do that. Even if you're not the best equipped, mm-hmm. you got to try as hard as you can. Yes. <laughs> number four, if your job offers you a pension plan, do it. Thank you, Grandma Kelly. I don't know if we even have insurance. <laughs> I know I can't afford it. <laughs> Either of us don't even have savings. Account. <laughs> Number, oh no, number five, what? don't spend all your time on social media. Man, That's I'm, true, I'm telling y'all. you, I think we'll look back on our lives 100%. 20 years from mm-hmm. now and we'll be like, oh my gosh, we wasted yeah. so much time mm-hmm. and so many of those moments invested too much in our phones. Start saving for retirement in your 20s. Mm. Yeah, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. Don't take anything for granted. That's true. No, that is true because you don't know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. You really don't, man. You got to enjoy the moments that's and just true. enjoy it one day at a time because that's the only way you can do it. Just, it really is. Yeah. Grandpa B. Boom. Yeah. Grandpa B. <laughs> My kid hadn't had a kid either. He's only 11. Yeah. That's good. Uh, number eight, you don't have to go to college to be successful. Okay. That, that's completely true. No, And I think more people think like that now yeah. than ever before. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, hold on to the people closest to you. Yes. That is very true. And at the end of your life, it's the people that matter. You don't you don't look back on life in your final moments mm-hmm. and go, you know, I wish I'd have worked more. Nope. I wish I'd have done this. I, you know, you you want to spend those moments with the people mm-hmm. that you love. And this is a great one. And it, I don't know why it takes us so long to do this. What's that? Be confident in your own skin. Yeah. That's important. It really is important. Again, these are great uh, pieces of advice from our good friend, Grandma Kelly, <laughs> who said she had one more piece of advice. <laughs> Older women are beautiful lovers. We're the same age. I said older women. <laughs> okay. They understand. You know what? Yes. Yeah. I've been around some. Okay. All right. And I have All right. That older Anytime you can play this song. Do you guys want to follow her on social media, Grandma (laughs) Kelly? It's Kelly Perry on the radio. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Joe Biden, the president's trying to get most of the American public vaccinated. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get all these different plans and states are doing plans to get people vaccinated. Uh, He wants a national month of action. He wants June to be a national month of action to get people vaccinated before July the 4th. Mm. With the idea, if we can get more people vaccinated, we can be back as a country and celebrate and all that, which, I mean, I get it. And there's a lot of people who have been vaccinated already, a lot of people who haven't. It's personal preference. It's what you want. We do see the numbers going down. Uh What is it caused by? Is it a fact of herd immunity? Is it vaccines? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody really knows. We're still learning. And if people claim to know, they really don't. They don't know. And that's what we're, I mean, we see that even with the experts, the people that we trust, you know, some of it's just, hey, this is what we think we know based on 12 months of studies. It's not yeah. like you have 10 years of science to, to look at it and determine exactly what's mm-hmm. happening. But at the same point, the National Month of Action, Anheuser-Busch has jumped in and said that uh, they would give beer and uh, the seltzers, the Bud Light seltzers, to every American if we hit a certain uh, vaccination wow. point. So just trying to encourage people. Yeah. They say if we get to a point where 70% of U.S. adults have at least one COVID shot by July the 4th. Anheuser-Busch wants to give us alcohol. <laughs> nice. So I encourage all of you, <laughs> if, wow. you, if you haven't been vaccinated yet, to get out there and do it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you can hear our chat with Coach Mike Bellotto. He is the head coach 
of the men's basketball team at Arkansas State. We chat to him about a summer camp and like COVID and how different it was with uh, the season last year and how that affected the team because of all the quarantines mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Also, Grandma Kelly makes an appearance yes. this morning. I reflect back on seven years ago this week, my time spent with Mama June and Honey Boo Boo and Sugar Bear and the family and stuff like that. So all of that can be heard on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The fourth season premiere of Beat Shazam with Jamie Foxx. The fourth season finale of Station 19. Season finale of Grey's Anatomy. That's going to be a big deal. 22nd season finale of Law & Order SVU. Uh, the finale of Wipeout. Also tonight's schedule includes Manifest, Clarice, Rebel, and Law and & Order Organized Crime. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.